0: Who knows how long we're going to go? I might go another couple of three weeks. You know, we'll see how we do, okay? And then, but the thing is, I can always come pick this up and we can do some more of them. Amen? Which is exciting for me. But we've been taking our time, laid the groundwork, and then for a couple of weeks, Jesus thinks like his father. Because, and we took that from those words that he said to his mother and father Father, stepfather Joseph, remember? They sought him sorrowing. And he says, why is it that you've sought me? Did you not know? Say it with me. I must be about my fathers. And from that statement, we looked at a lot of his words and came to some thoughts about his thoughts about how he thinks. He thinks like his father. Father. That's the problem. People don't think when they think about salvation. They think about other people. Well, they're good people. I'm sure God. I'm sure they'll go to heaven. Or, you know, they, they seem to be doing a good job. Well, that's the problem. We don't think like His Father. Did you know His Father really believes Jesus is the only way to heaven? Well, no, He needs to get with the program. No, He is the program. You understand? I mean, if you think like that, that solves a lot of problems. Well, what do you think? Well, who really cares? You know what I'm saying? What does he think? And Jesus? Well, maybe I'll go to Jesus and he can talk his dad into doing it my way. No, Jesus thinks like his what? Father. Now, let's, let's go a little further today. We're just walking so far in chronological order, but don't count on me doing this forever because it's going to change for long. But we can do it pretty easy as we walk along early. So we're going to keep it that way. Let's go, Rod. Let's push it. Let's see what we can find today in this message. There's some water. Uh Uh-oh. What Jesus thinks about baptism. Why? Why such a kooky title? Well, because that's the next thing we see. He was 12. Now he's gone back to Nazareth and lived in obscurity for 18 years. No recorded anything in the Bible about Jesus for 18 years. Okay? What does that mean? He grew up just like you and me. He had a family like you and me. He lived life like you and me. He was a carpenter. He lived in a town. Just like you and me. You understand? At 30, though... Things are changing. What does Jesus think about baptism? So you don't have to go do all this unless you want to. We've done it for you. Here we go. All four gospel writers mention the baptism of Jesus Christ. That's very unusual. All four gospels don't say the same thing. There are four different writers under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit saying different things. Not competing ideas. No. They t- tend to add color. If there's two stories or three mentions, you see different insights. Because if you think of something, and I say something, sometimes it's different because we got different eyeballs. we got different personalities. And God used the writers of Scripture with their personalities to be able to write the Scripture. Was it their Scripture? No. It's His Scripture. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof. For correction and righteous, that the man of God, the woman of God, may be mature, perfect, and thoroughly furnished unto every good work. So these guys wrote a little bit different. But all four of them mentioned the baptism. Okay? All four gospel writers give John the Baptist feelings. Well, that's odd. It really is odd. They all told you how he felt. How John the Baptist felt. How would you feel as a preacher if Jesus came to you to be baptized? How would you feel? Would you like, great, I got Jesus, I'm going to baptize Jesus tonight, amen? Or would you hit the ground going, man, you know, are you kidding me? Can you imagine if you were to baptize Jesus, how clearly you would see your own sin? Yes or no? We baptize somebody else, so it's like, you know, we all that. Baptize him. See how you feel. So John had feelings. John the Baptist was a man of God. There's no man greater born among women, Jesus said, about John the Baptist. It's a great man of God. Now, he's an odd duck. He wears a big old coat of hair. This idea that preachers are mealy-mouthed, sissy folk, I don't know where they got that from. John the Baptist wore a big old coat of hair. You know what? He eat Locust and wild honey. And I can see him in his teeth. I just don't think John the Baptist is somebody you're going to mess with. You understand? Peter, remember? Yes or no? Paul? But all of a sudden, preachers need to be meek and mild. Well, if that's what you need, you're going to have to find another church because I'm not going to be that way. That ain't the way God made me. I thank God for people that are more meek and mild than me. But this is the way God made me and called me to be. And I follow on a long train of those guys from the Bible. Amen? I identify with these fellas. Amen? They had problems. They had some issues. And I got them too. All four gospel writers give John the Baptist feelings concerning Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that's coming. That's why John the Baptist is preaching in the wilderness of one that's coming. The Messiah is coming. I indeed baptize you with water into repentance, but he that comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. John the Baptist's words mark. And he preached, John the Baptist, saying, there comes one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to stoop down and unloose. Amen. Boy, couldn't we as preachers and as Christians learn something about this guy's humility? Amen. Come on. John answered and said, John the Baptist said to them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I comes, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose, and he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. All four Gospels. John the Apostle, the beloved, wrote the book of John. And 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, the book of Revelation. Not John the Baptist. There's more people than one John, okay? So this is John the Apostle writing and he's writing about John the Baptist who says, He it is who's coming after me is preferred before me whose shoe latches I am not worthy to unloose. Amen? So, so far we're going to see the baptism but we're just laying the ground. Were you all right so far? Come on. Here we go. So, he say these with me. This is what John the Baptist said. This is what you should say. Say it with me. He is mightier than me. Come on. Help me now. Hello. He is what? Preferred before me. He was before me. Now stop, stop, excuse me, stop. We learned something. Who who was pregnant first? Mary or her cousin Elizabeth? Her cousin Elizabeth. So John actually was before Christ. Hmm. He gives us a little clue. Jesus is God. He's always been. Don't even think and confuse us. When you see me, that I'm a little older than Him. Don't you ever say that, He says. He's from everlasting to everlasting. You hear me? Yes or no? He's before me. Last one. Do Do this with me. His shoes, I am unworthy to what? Unloose. This is John the Baptist. Now, we're learning. What are we doing here this morning? We're learning... What Jesus thinks. But we've been talking about what John thinks. But we're going to get there. And we're learning from the letters in red. All four gospel writers, this is all weird. It's weird when you read your Bible. Okay, now all four mention the baptism. All four mention John's words. Hmm. All four writers record, this is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, record the Spirit of God descending in bodily form as a dove upon the Lord. You know what I'm hearing when I see this all four, all four, all four? Boy, this must be important. Yes or no? If, if the kids, if my little ones ever hear me say something four times, we got a problem. My goal is eventually I won't even have to say anything. That's my goal. I can just what at them? Isn't that the goal as parents? Yes or no? How many had that goal? I just want to be able to look at them. <laughs> Amen. Come on. All four. Let's read them. I'll read them with you. Just follow along. Jesus, when he was baptized, he went up straightway out of the water. All four recording the Holy Spirit. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and alighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, "Say it with me. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well." Please, that's Matthew. Let's look at Mark. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open, the Spirit like a dove descending upon him, and said with me. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Help me now. Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Luke writing, Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized. So people are getting baptized, and Jesus is getting baptized. And praying... And the heaven was opened. And the Holy Ghost ascending in bodily shape like a dove came upon him, and a voice from heaven which said, Say it with me, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well. Please, now, John, John the Baptist writing? No. John the Apostle. John the beloved, the one who Jesus loves. You wrote the Gospel of John, first, second, third, John, the book of Revelation. Got it? He's writing about John the Baptist. And I knew him not. But he that sent to baptize but he that, excuse me but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same as he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. John was baptizing with water under repentance. And the Lord spoke to him and said, There's one coming that's going to baptize not with water but with the Holy Ghost. Can I see that again, Rod? Sorry. And say that last part with me. Th- verse 34. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. So, so far, we're seeing what John said. We're seeing what, that the, all four writers mentioned it, the baptism. We're seeing they all mentioned what John had to say. A little different, but all of them pretty much the same. They all mentioned the Holy Spirit. Yes or no? And uh, now, so we've seen that. But there's something interesting. All four, all four, all four. But only Matthew records John's words or Jesus' words. Let me look. That might need to be Jesus' words. Now, I'm sorry, you're right, buddy. Good, thank you, thank you, thank you. A little confused there. Back it up one more time. Only Matthew records John's words, these words, these words. in Matthew 3:14, John the Baptist says, and would you say these words with me, "I have need to be baptized of thee, and you come to only Matthew records those words. Got it? Yes or no? Did Luke? No, Mark, no, John, no. Does that mean it's not real? No, it is real. It's the truth. Everybody doesn't record the same thing. But it is interesting how all four of them record so much of this incident. Matthew, likewise, is the only writer. He's the only writer, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Now, remember when we're talking about God loving Jesus and Jesus loving God, remember it's John who writes a lot of that. John writes that. Love, 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 love. It's a John, 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 John. But it's only Matthew who records any letters in red. Any letters. What's letters in red? The actual very spoken words of Jesus while he was on this planet. Only Matthew records any letters in red concerning Jesus' baptized, baptism. The actual response that Jesus made to John's question. What question? I have need to be baptized of you. And you're coming to me. You're coming to me. Why are you coming to me? I'm the one that should be baptized, not you. Would you say this verse with me? very, very important. Say it with me. Letters in red. And Jesus, help me now, answering said unto him, unto John, Help me now! Everybody, participate. Y'all yeah, don't like it? Do it! Come on! Here we go! Suffer it to be so now. Keep going. For thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. Then suffered him. Can we do it one more time? Or maybe Roger's going to have it up. We're going to have that statement up, brother. Push it and see what I see. Yeah. Thanks. I don't see this till Sunday morning. What's on that screen? You and I see it together. Amen? We write it, put it out there, and then we learn together. That's why sometimes I'm like wondering. Here we go. Say this with me. This is the words of Jesus. The words of Jesus. When? At His baptism. Who's the only writer that records them for us? Did Luke do it? No. Mark? No. John? No. Matthew? Say it with me. Jesus' words, letters in red. Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. So what's our message on today? That right there. What can we learn from that right there? Let's see what we can do. What did Jesus think about baptism? That's what we're talking about today. And what can we learn from this event? And these brief words. Don't you want to know, say. I mean, really. To be honest with you, sometimes I get sick and tired wondering what other people think. When it comes to the Bible. When it comes to Jesus. When it comes to ways to heaven. Because so many people just get it wrong. If you study these words, I'm going to tell you something right now. You ain't going to get it wrong. Amen. This is the Son of the living God. Let's look at His words. To think that there's actual words that our Savior who came was born of a virgin. He lived. He he went to the cross. He died on the cross for us. His blood saves us. To think the one that rose from the dead. Jesus, the one who's seated at the right hand of God the Father where He ever lives to make intercession for us now. The one who saves us. To think that we can see His words. Wow. Wow. You know, when you lose somebody you love, you think about the last things they said to you. The last thing my father-in-law said to me was on Wednesday night. I was over there at their home and Miss Jenny cooked supper. And she she asked him, do you think Gary would like to come over for supper? Here's my answer. Absolutely! Absolutely! I told Kim, I never ever want to say no to your mother when it comes to supper. A, I like to eat and she's a fantastic cook. But also, she deserves us to come over. Amen? God gave this family to me as a gift. A gift to me. And so we went. And we're done. Oh, it was good. I ate like a pig. Like a pig. I mean, I ate like a pig. A big pig. I ate so much, I went home and weighed. I nearly fell over. <laughs> and since that meal, I have not had one carb or one taste of sugar. And that was like 16 days ago, 15 days ago. That's how much I ate that night, just to give you an idea. It put me into shock. <laughs> My point is, though, the last night, I'm sitting there on the, in the chair... Don's right here. He's not speaking much. You know something's wrong. He's been struggling, but he's still a doer. I mean, he put out on a trim that day and been working at his home. But he told me, he said, I walked with Danny and Abby the other day, around the neighborhood. He said, and I couldn't remember where I was. And tears welled up in his eyes. He said, but little Danny, the six-year-old, the one full of energy, the one who's always way out front, come back! She's always that way. She came back and grabbed my hand and never let go until we got home. To me, that's a special thing. Because if you know Danny, that don't happen. You have to tell Danny and then tell her three times. Amen? The last words. The last words and the words of Jesus ought to mean something to us. Y'all hear me? So here it is. Suffer it to be so now. Let's look at these and we'll finish in maybe ten minutes if we can. If y'all just hush. Here we go. Come on. Jesus told John, say it with me loud. Do it and do it. Not do it and do it now. I don't believe that. Do it and do it now. Then comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. That's why Jesus came. That was the purpose. Amen? We see this is why He came. Then comes Jesus from Galilee Jordan unto John to be baptized of Him. This was the purpose. There's no argument here. Suffer it to be so now. Jesus was doing this. Say it with me. Because it needed to be... You think I traveled all the way from Nazareth? Where is the Jordan? Oh, there's a Jordan by Galilee. This ain't the Jordan. It's the same river. But the river runs down to the Dead Sea. And guess where John was? He won't up here at this part. No, he's down there in the Judean wilderness. Baptizing. It's really, he's almost in Jordan. And that's where he, I've been there many, many times. But we always baptize, when we baptize folks over in Israel, we baptize up here because it's really nice. Down here, it ain't so nice. So Jesus had to make a long journey. You think we're come all this way whistling Dixie here? Is that what we're doing? Come on. Why did Jesus get baptized? And what to suffer it to be so now? Why did all this happen? Would you say, we're going to learn two things today. And if we learn them together, it'll be pretty important today. Here we go. Number one, Jesus was being obedient to his Father's will. Say that with me. Jesus was being obedient to his Father's will. Everything today seems like it's up for opinion in the church. You need to be baptized because Jesus was baptized and He told you to be baptized. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. You better enjoy that life right now while you got it because the yeah, but's going to stop one day. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? I would rather, yeah, get my butt in line right here. How about that? Yes or no? Yeah, but. If you were baptized as a young baby, you didn't know what you were doing. Come on. You know that as well as I do. It wasn't a. A bad thing that you're being dedicated to the Lord? I get that. But it is a bad thing if you think being baptized as a baby saves you. That's a bad thing. It doesn't save you. If that's the case, let's wash them all. Amen? Let's wash them all. So everybody can go to heaven. Nobody can go to hell. How about we go wash them all today? If you thought you could wash babies like that and put stuff on them, I'd never sleep. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even sleep. I'd sleep an hour if I could go out there and wash babies and make sure they wouldn't go to hell. Go to hell. We'll go to hell. It ain't that simple. You got to believe with your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, yes or no, so you need to be baptized I mean he was obedient to his father's will John was right to say what he said though John the Baptist is exactly right to say what he said I think he was right he was baptizing John was baptizing people unto repentance sinners people humans he was saying baptizing you you need to be baptized you need to have your sins washed away. You need to have cleansing and forgiveness. But those sins really weren't washed away. Remember, he's baptizing under repentance. He's baptizing to get them to to change their life, to change their ways, to start following God. Okay, he was right. Jesus didn't need that. He said there's one greater coming who's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. One day one's coming who's going to wash your sins away. He's not just going to Point you in the right direction and show you that, uh, you know, that you need to put your faith in God like I'm trying to do here, but He's actually going to baptize you with fire, with the Holy Ghost. He's going to seal you into the day of redemption. It's going to happen one day. It's obvious that Jesus did not need to be baptized unto what? Say this with me. Jesus never sinned. Say that with me. Jesus never sinned. One more time. Jesus never sinned. There are churches that teach Jesus sinned. We're so big today on trying to get Jesus down to our level. He came, was born of a virgin. He's the God-man. He was 100% man, yes. He was 100% God, yes. His father, not Joseph, was his father. You understand that? Yes or no? The Holy Spirit, the living God impregnated Mary. Do I understand that? I don't understand it, but I know this. If he can take dust, breathe into it and become life, that's what he did. Then he did this, and i got no problem with it. Amen or oh me? And all life comes from God, whether you like it or not. Sometimes I'm talking like this or on the radio, and some of you don't believe in life at conception. That's because you don't believe the Bible. You believe somebody else. I want to try to get you to think like Jesus thinks, not like Gary thinks. Let's think like Jesus thinks. How about it? Yes or no? Come on, guys. He was right. Jesus was not a sinner, Jesus did not need to get baptized unto repentance. Repentance means to turn and go the other way. Jesus didn't need to turn because he was the way. Amen. So John was right to say what he said. So, why was Jesus baptized? Not like all the other people were. They were baptized under repentance. Jesus was baptized to show his what? To his what? That's big today. Jesus says to His disciples and to you and me today, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, teaching them. That's what we're trying to do right day, to teach, to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. This is God's will. This is the Father's will. Jesus was obedient to the Father's will. This was also going to be the plan of God down through the ages now. For people to be baptized unto repentance? No. We're baptized to show that we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. We believe He died and was what? Buried and He what? Rose from the dead. The form of baptism that is, I believe, taught in the Scripture is immersion. Can you say immersion? immersion? Baptist people didn't make this up. Are you kidding me? It's the Bible. How do you know it was immersion? Well, you can always go back to the Greek word if you'd like. Let's do it. Dean, are you here? You're a Greek. You speak Greek. Here we go. Baptizo. What does it mean? To go under. It means to actually, to immerse. The word immerse in Greek, if you're speaking about immersing or dunking or something like that, what would that word be? Do you know what that word might be? See, there it is again. Did you see that? Yes or no? So in the Greek language, even when you're not speaking about baptism, you're just talking about dunking somebody or putting their head under whatever, it's the same word. Isn't it great having somebody Greek in your audience? Can we thank the Lord for Dina? Come on. But don't put her too high up on a pedestal. It ain't like she went off to Greek school. She was born in a home, okay? She was born in a a Greek house. You did go to Greek school? You did. You went to Greek school too as a kid. Yeah, okay, I hear you. You don't want to mess with me on my Greek, I'm going to tell you. Here we go. It's clear that we've been told to baptize straight from the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. Roger's flashing the light. We've got to go. Here we go. We are sinners and we need to repent and turn to the Savior. That's what we need to do. We see that. He was obedient to His Father's will. We must what? Be what? In case you think you're old. How many's too old to be obedient to Jesus' will? Don't raise your hand. Here we go. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, now, for thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. Then John did what? John was the kind of man, if you told him it was something right to do, he'd do it. There's no man born a woman greater than John the Baptist. When Jesus made it clear to him, John is right. I know you feel uncomfortable, but it's right. And you know he did it. Here's the second statement, letters in red. suffer to be so now was number one. Number two, say it with me. For thus it becomes us to fulfill all. What's that mean in plain English? Plain English. He was being obedient to his Father's will. That's why he did it. That's the letters in red. Number two, Jesus, said it with me, was baptized. Why? Because it was the what? One more time. Because it was the what? That's it. That's what these words mean. A couple of scriptures in the Old Testament. When, and the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion. One's coming one day that's going to do that. Isaiah said he's going to purge the blood of Jerusalem from the midst there by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. Holy Ghost and with fire. One day. Did he know what they're talking about back in the old day prophecies happening? They, don't, they couldn't even see what they're talking about hardly. But one's going to come one day and it's going to happen. Jesus he shall sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He shall purify the sons of Levi. Nobody could purify anybody other than Jesus Christ and His blood. No one. And He'll purge them as gold and silver that they might offer unto the Lord an offering in what? See, the problem with not trusting in Jesus is when you get there and you're standing before Him, you have nothing to offer but filthy rags. I'm a good person. Your rag is filthy. It's nasty what the Bible says. Our righteousness is as what? Yeah, but I don't need to believe in Jesus. You need to. You're going to offer God one day filthy rags. You think that's going to fly? Yes or no? Do this because it fulfills all righteousness, John. Do this because John, I'm going to the cross. I'm going to resurrect from the dead. You don't realize that. Come on. This is the plan, man, that we've been talking about down through the ages. The plan of God. This was the beginning point of the Lord's earthly public ministry. Remember obscurity from 12 to 30? He ain't obscure no more. He ain't obscure no more. John was pleading with people to be baptized. Pleading with them to be baptized. He preached in the wilderness. And one came and John said, no, I can't baptize you. I tell you what, if there's evening news, it made it. There was one that He wouldn't baptize. But He did it. Amen? And Jesus began to be about 30 years of age. How do you know He was 30? The Bible says so. As was supposed, the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. Amen? The Lord Jesus was about 30 years old when He came to be baptized of John. I just want you to know that. Now, if you want to take some time, read Numbers 4, 3 through 47, if you want to, and see the particulars concerning the priesthood in the book of Numbers, and you'll see the beginning age is what age? Jesus came right on time. Can you say that? Jesus came right on what? Keep looking. Jesus came exactly the right time to be baptized. No accident. The plan of God is no... Before the foundations of the world, this was the plan of God. He's our high priest, Jesus. Say it with me. He is our high priest who came according to the perfect plan of God to die a ransom for, for many, the Bible says. This was the right thing to do. And Jesus did it. This was the fulfillment of what? Righteousness. Say this with me. I love this verse. You ought to memorize it. For He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin but that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Does that make a little more sense? Do it, John. This fulfills all righteousness. You're baptizing folks who are sinners under repentance. Yeah, but I'm a little different. When you baptize me, we're going to be baptizing them in the future, unto righteousness. Amen. You can't turn over enough leaves to get to heaven, or rocks. Under every rock, you go find some other mess. Yes or no? We're baptized unto righteousness because of what Jesus Christ came and did for us. You and I can be made what righteous. Baptism is the what. It's funny how many people want to be righteous and go around acting like they righteous. When the righteous thing to do is to be humble, to be obedient to His Father's will, and to go ahead and follow Him in baptism and, and live for Him. If you haven't done that, we do it Easter. And we do it many times throughout the year, but we've got a special one on Resurrection Sunday. I hope God puts it in your heart right now and say, By the grace of God, if I'm alive, if I'm alive in, in, in Englewood, Florida, I'm going to get baptized in that ocean. If you're not going to be here, go back home and find a preacher up there that loves the Lord and have him baptized. Amen? Or if it really gets on you and it's really bothering you you're not going to be here, call the office. I'll take you down myself. How about that? Come on. Here we go. Jesus did it. Jesus chose to do it. He even had to talk John into doing it. Amen? Totally different than today. Today i got to talk people into doing it. You know why? Because you're not Jesus. And I'm not Jesus. And we still struggle. And we still have our ways about us. But as we study the letters in red, we want to get His ways. Amen? That's what this whole study is about. So what does Jesus think so far about baptism? And we've got to quit here, I hope. Say it with me. I should be obedient and do it. Loud. Come on now. Being baptized is the right or righteous thing to do. Being obedient and righteous pleases God the Father. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Say that with me. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. To show you how much God loves Jesus getting baptized and how much He wants you to get baptized, look at what He said. God the Father thundered from heaven His pleasure for His Son. When this happened, He thundered from heaven. My Son. I wrote this years ago. My Son, I claim you. You know who Mitchell Clark is? He's my son. That's who he is. I claim him. I want him. He belongs to me. Amen? Yes or no? My son. That's God thundering from heaven. I claim you! He's mine, God the Father says. Keep looking. The unity and loyalty between the Father and Son can be seen at this statement. Amen? My beloved Son. My beloved Son. Say it with me. I what? I love you. That's what God thundered. We know. We say this is my beloved Son. He was basically saying, I love you. I love you. Holy Spirit. I love you. Can you imagine if we thought like that when we got baptized? That God the Father from heaven And Jesus, because if we love Him, they love us. They're thundering from heaven. We love you! How many of us wouldn't do it then if we could hear Him say that to us? He is saying that. God the Father loves His Son and all who love His Son, He what? He loves. We saw that already. In whom I'm well pleased. What does that mean? Say it with me. I'm proud of you. Wouldn't more people get baptized if you thought like this? You mean I'm going to get to go and I'm going to get baptized and I'm like a nobody and nothing you might think. Are you kidding me? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are going, we claim you because you believe in Jesus. We love you and we're proud of you. That'd change everything, wouldn't it? (laughs) Or a thing like that. God the Father is glorified in His Son i got to quit, but we're almost there. His Son is holy, spotless, completely righteous in every way. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He's the only one worthy of glory, and all praise belongs to Jesus. We see that. This moment of baptism was absolutely pleasing and glorifying to God His Father, God Almighty. What a wonderful opportunity and privilege that you and I have to follow in Jesus' steps. How many things can you really do that Jesus did? This is one, and this is a big one. You get to follow in His steps. Yeah, but I don't want to. I'm scared of water. You're a whiner. I got me and two other big coaches right out there. Let me tell you something. You ain't got a chance of drowning. Amen? Come on. Being obedient in baptism by doing the right thing is the very thing Jesus has commanded us to do. And this what? When we get baptized, this what? Jesus, I'm not here to get on you today. I'm trying to get you to think like he thinks. Y'all understand that or not? I wasn't baptized until I put my faith in Christ and somebody showed me in the Bible that it was the right thing to do. And to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't have done it at that time. But my mother did it. And I saw if it meant that much to my mama, I'm going to go ahead and do it too. So it wasn't now some great spiritual guy. I wasn't. I was just following obedience. And I was also following a mama who was obedient. You understand? Because I was a hell raiser. I needed I probably needed that in my life. To have an example. The letters in red. Let's thank God for His Word this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Woo! Amen. Let's go ahead and stand on up. Amen. Come on. I know I'm a little bit long again.